60 second review extended review but let's talk about trailers yes 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 had a slew of trailers come out in the past week one trailer i missed came out like two weeks ago and i just never got around to it i'm talking about that one too but let's talk about the most recent stuff the hunger games prequels they are coming because i mean why not do prequels who the fuck hasn't did a prequel like every large franchise large as in financial money greed and success because success breeds money did a fucking prequel harry potter prequel star wars prequels and here we are with hell lord of the rings prequel on Amazon. So Lord of the So Hunger Games, here you go. The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Now, first off, it's a prequel. So this takes place during the 10th. 10th. Now, for the record, the very last Hunger Games movie. The unofficial Hunger Games continued because we remember in the last one, one of our champions, after they were freed and everything, and they're in like the the resistance base and the lady lays out the plan and they're like, there's a bunch of booby traps and there's this and there's that and da 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 And then he just kind of motions over and he's like, ladies and gentlemen, Welcome to the 76 Hunger Games. Because the last official one was 75th, but since they have to go through all the Hunger Games traps to get the snow, 76. This takes place at 10. This is actually our introduction to a young snow. And holy shit, is he young? Because, I mean, shit. Literally, we're going to jump uh, 54? No, we're going to jump 64 years later. What that tells you is really how old he was. Shit, that is 64 or something. 60-something years, we're going to jump to the 76 Hunger Games. Goddamn. But that's where we see Snow. He's young. He's ambitious. We don't know what's up with him. He doesn't look like an asshole. Lies. He does look like an asshole. But he doesn't look like a complete asshole. He's just like a regular, you know, maybe 20-something-year-old asshole. Um... We also get to see some of our contestants, mainly in, like visually they kind of focus on like three or four, mainly one who is, of course, our uh, uh, female uh, tribute. That's the word I was looking for. I couldn't think of the word tribute. Of course, it was Hungry Games, or Wild Brick Tradition. Um, we don't get too much of her personality in the trailer, so we don't know if we're getting what, what, what too much we're getting. We know we got a fighter um, from what we can see of these Hunger Games. This is not as tech heavy and large in scale as what the games will become. What the games will become, that grand massive shit, yeah. But this, the one, the, the clip we see, that shit is mad low key. 
<laughs> like, it looked like a fucking abandoned warehouse. And it was like, the weapons are there! Fight for your lives! Like, it, it was weird. Um, ah. Ah. We also get the uh, first appearance of our <clears throat> Hunger Games television host. I'm pretty sure that's not our boy in there. Um, uh, Stanley Tucci, if I recall, is his name. But we're pretty sure that's not him. Dude's mad younger, obviously, is Stanley Tucci at that moment. So, you know, definitely not. But he does look pretty, pretty much like Stanley Tucci, like honestly. Um. Last, no, 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 not last. Another something I really enjoyed about this trailer was we got introduced to someone, two people. One of which I am quite a fan of. So to see him in this movie, I was quite happy. Um, well, it's actually going to be two people. Peter Dinkling is in this. Um, I like what he's done. I like what he's doing. Peter Dinkling is in this. And, matter of fact, he's our game's master. Um Uh, the other, the last, the last person that made me excited when I saw this trailer is honestly like the first person you fucking see. And I was so glad to see Viola Davis in the Hunger Games and looking visually different. I was like, absolutely. Hells yes. Hells, yes. So the Hunger Games Ballad of Snakes and Songbirds, Songbirds and Snakes, however you want to say it, will be coming to theaters November 17th of this year. <clears throat> now, next up, Equalizer 3. Yes, Equalizer 3. You know, Denzel, action movie, older gentleman in an action movie. So, in this one, we see Denzel's character. He's moved out the country. Looks to be somewhere, you know, near Greece, Spain, Italy, something like that. Small coastal area. The man just wants peace. He's just living. He's peace. He wants to not have to deal with whatever shit he's had to deal with. America's messy. Politics is messy. You know, fuck the noise. And he's he's pretty much there. And he's like, man, these people welcome me with open arms. I'm starting to just understand this whole living life thing. Then, as we all know, in situations like this, 
sometimes people can't find peace. Shit just, I won't say shit follows them, but it's like certain people when situations happen around them, they have to act. And some shit starts to happen around him, which forces him to be the upstanding killer that he is. And, well, he loses the peace that he had in order to bring peace to others. And that's really Equalizer 3. That's, <laughs> that's kind of what Equalizer is. He's going to step out of his way to make sure somebody else is safe by putting himself in harm's way, et cetera, et cetera. Um, this one is not his past coming back to haunt him. But, 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 there is a really good piece that people have been tossing around because Dakota Fanning is in this and Denzel and Dakota haven't been together since Man of Fire, which... She was a fucking child. <laughs> She's an adult now. So you see her in the trailer. And some dialogue, which is great. Now, they didn't hint to what her role is. It seems government-ish. Very much so. But we don't know what the deal is. So, Equalizer 3, Denzel Washington. Um... This will probably be the last in the Equalizer series. Like I said, Denzel's getting older. I can't see him suddenly deciding, you know what I want to do now at my age? Action movies. Just seems kind of weird. But Equalizer 3, that will also be coming to theaters. You're going to get that also in this year on September. Do I need to mention that Antoine Fuqua? Is back directing because he is. He's also producing as well as Denzel is also a producer. Also. They released a second trailer for Transformers Rise of the Beast. What do you get in this trailer that you didn't get in the other trailers? Well, you're going to get the feeling <laughs> that the Transformers don't be fucking with humans. The first time this came out, Transformers was like, oh, humans, y'all are so great. Oh, help us out, human. The trailer, we see Optimus is like, you brought a fucking human here? What the fuck is you thinking? And he's pissed. <laughs> like, so, okay. Optimus ain't a human being fan, which is very going opposite of everything else. But, um, which probably just comes around anyway, but you know, you know how it is, whatever. We do get more of who the actual villain is. They are sticking with some of the original cartoon because the villain is Omnicron. <clears throat> That's going to be some shit. Um, we still didn't get much of like why he's headed to Earth, why the Autobots are already fucking on Earth. None of that shit. Because, like, in Bumblebee, there was no... It, nothing was explained. Bumblebee was just fucking there. Um, as well as the other ones. So, we want to assume it's just as the plot as the cartoon and everything else. And they're just looking for Energon and shit like that. But we really don't get nothing extra. Besides, like... Mm, 
probably a good 15 seconds of extra action. Now, a lot of people are in agreement that they stepped up the graphics since the first trailer release. They feel like they definitely went back to the table and did some work. I'm going to be honest with you. I have no desire to go to the theater and see this. I'm going to transform it out. You know. I'm all transform it out. Thanks a lot, Michael B. Just being honest with you. But, hey. I am hoping, though, that Dominique Fishback has a real character in this fucking movie. Um, and it's not like some backseat bullshit. Like, it's a, it's a character. Character. Like, I don't want her to be like Sam's parents. You know, they be in the movie, but they really have shit to do. They're just kind of like a distraction of relief. So, you know. But when I look at the casting, as you do it through Google, she's not even in the first row, which is fucked up. The, the, the person after Optimus is Noah Diaz. So I can't help but wonder where the fuck are they putting down the fish back? And now <clears throat> his actual name is Anthony Ramos. And I'm trying to remember him and stuff because, like, I know the stuff Dominique Fishback has been in. But they're like, he was in Hamilton, which I can't recall. Star is Born, not gonna lie, haven't seen it. Bad Guys, watched it twice, but it's a voice thing, so I have no idea who he is. The weirdest thing is when they put Anthony Ramos, they put She's Gotta Have It. So I can't help but sit here and be like, that makes no fucking sense. Because how is he and She's Gotta Have It when dude is like 31? I'm like, what? That movie came out in 84. Like, what? Right. This is why Google's dog shit sometimes. <clears throat> but, um... I say that to say this. I've seen everything Dominique Fishback has done except like maybe two movies. And it really has nothing to do because it was her. I happened to watch a movie she was in and then followed up from there because she's been doing her thing. So that's why I'm like, you have, it's different from the original Transformers that had I mean, can we say he was a name? Can we? Like, I don't want to say Transformers made him. I think Transformers made him more popular. But we already knew who he was. So the thing is, are the humans, are the human elements what's going to drive the Transformers Beast Wars and get people there? Or will it be the fucking Transformers? I don't know. Hope Dominic Fishbrick has a good role in this. Hope they don't sleep on her. But who fucking knows? Next. We got something from a Mr. Stephen King called The Boogeyman. Came out like two weeks ago. Trailer. I read that they recut this movie. I read that they recut this movie because they 
thought it was too damn scary. Too damn scary. A Stephen King movie. Too damn scary. And they recut it. Re-edited it. Can I tell you I hate the way that shit sounds? That sounds stupid. We got, that's like, this roller coaster was too scary. We had to take it down. It's a fucking roller coaster. That, what the fuck is What? The fuck was it supposed to do? It's a horror movie. It's supposed to be scary. It was too scary for who? Like, it's weird because when I hear shit about target audiences and bullshit like that, I just think like, you're just doing that shit to try and make it so you get more money. But here's the thing. People don't really go back to the movies and see horror movies several times. It's not like Avengers or some shit. Like when you go see a horror movie, you might go see it more than once. Might. It better be like the best horror movie ever in life. But that really doesn't happen. So it's kind of like, why are you worried about it? They see it one time, get scared. What are you going to do? Get scared and leave? Okay. Bye. It's a horror movie. Like if I was a fucking theater, I'm not giving you a. And what's hilarious is I've left out of a horror movie before. Because it was scary. Not because it was scary to me. It was my date one time. She was getting triggered from a horror movie. And, and it was like fucking 2000. It was like 2000 something. And I just, I don't get it. It was supposed to be scary. Make it fucking scary. Like, fuck this recut shit. Anyways, Boogeyman. Starts off, little girl. Uh, essentially, she's with her therapist. She's seeing things at night. Thinking things were out to get her. And of course, in traditional horror movie fashion, nobody fucking believes a little fucking girl just saying there's some weird shit going on. Pay fucking attention. Nobody fucking believes her. It's not until the sister gets fucked with by the thing, which we'll assume is the boogeyman, that, oh, now now everybody want to pay fucking attention. You know what I'm saying? You would think, which is why I love Wes Craven. Because his horror movies exist in a horror movie world where horror movies exist. So when people say certain shit, there's always a reply that's like, you know, it's not a fucking horror movie. Why aren't you paying attention? Like, I, I love that. So already I'm going to be annoyed by this movie because a, little, a child is telling you something and you're fucking not listening. Which essentially makes it seem like horror movies don't exist in this world. Because any fucking horror movie where a child says they're fucking seeing something or something's doing something in their room and it's taking like months on end, it's like, y'all might want to fucking pay attention. Anyways. We see her and the psychiatrist, and of course, it's shit going on in the background. We see shit moving out the darkness. You know, things in her closet, things under her bed. We never get a view. You're never seeing what the fuck this is. You will see hands, which look weird. And you'll see blurs and a lot of stuff, but you're not seeing what this creature is. At all. Um, there are some, actually, I'm be like, uh, the last scene, I think it's the last scene of this trailer. The last scene of the trailer, I'm honestly say, it was kind of, it, it kind of, it shook me a bit because the way they did it. It, it, it. it shook me. And because it did, I'm sitting here like, Please let the whole movie be like this. And y'all didn't water this fucking shit down for Sarah and her kids who shouldn't fucking be in this movie anyway. They shouldn't fucking be in the theater in the fucking first place. I just ain't got time for that shit. Like, you don't fucking go see horror movies to laugh. You go to be fucking petrified. So the fact that they recut this shit, it, it, it aggravates, like, y'all are pussies. It's a fucking horror movie. 
Like, you're supposed to get nightmares from this shit. It's what it is. Trailer looks all right, though. But once again, like I said, it's a thing about they're playing with the dark boogeyman. Like, how many boogeyman movies have fucking already came out? Something's in my closet. Something's under the bed. Something's in the dark. Granted, it's Stephen King. So hopefully he does it in a way we haven't seen it because, man, this is a dead fucking horse. And directors, horror directors are still beating the shit out of this horse. Next, we have a beautiful movie from, last but not least, White Man Can't Jump, starring somebody who does music, Jack Harlow makes his debut. Of course, we also have Single Walls, who is an actor. This is going straight to fucking Hulu, though. This ain't going to a movie theater. Everything else is going to a movie theater. This is not. And to be honest, it's smarter that they didn't. White Man Jump, White Man Can't Jump is a fucking reboot that we didn't ask for. Woody Harrelson, Wesley fucking Snipes, and Rosie. Oh, oh. Why are you so beautiful, Gomez Perez? Sorry. Oh, oh, so sorry. A thousand kisses upon Rosie Perez for that innocent mistake. Nobody needed a remake of that. Nobody. Yeah, Dwayne Wayne is also in here in in the original. So, but man. All right. So the way this trailer starts off, of course, it has to start off playing basketball. Duh. You know, inside gym, playing ball. Dude comes in. Says he can wah, 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 wah. Dude's like, whatever, put up 300. Wah, wah, wah. He wins. And essentially, you kind of know where this is going to go from here. Both people are kind of strapped for cash. They got goals. They got ideals, things they want to do. Um... They are playing up on the one guy, which is the white guy, because Woody Harrelson, like, Woody Harrelson was bad with money. I can't remember what his issue was with money. He was just bad at it. Um, Jack Harlow's character is also bad at it. Of course, his girl is black, because that's the same thing in the movie original. Um, we see Tiana Taylor in this, the the remake. We could tell they also have money issues. We also see a basketball tournament worth half a million dollars coming up. Okay. Everybody needs money. Let's get ready for a basketball tournament. So essentially, they're going to link up so they can hustle people out of money to pay for the entry fee to this basketball tournament. Now, here's the motherfucking thing. I'm going to be fucking honest. If there's a basketball tournament, how fucking big is your entry fee that you can't afford it? It's not like they're holding this shit in Madison Square Garden. You feel me? This is like some, it's outside at the park. How much fucking money could you need for that shit? And then if it's that type of competition, that means it's one of those things where it's like your entry fee is going to pay for the prize money that you get. Like, yeah, we're going to give away half a million dollars, but we're charging everybody like (laughs) fucking 
$5,000 entry fee and we're going to have 100 teams. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, so the hustle to get up the entry fee is a bit weird to me, which they say in the trailer because it's like, why? Contests wouldn't have an entry fee like that. $5,000 for an entry fee into a basketball competition? Granted, you would say that's 1000 a person, but that's fucking a lot. Like, I'm just being honest. That in itself seemed weird to me. But that's where the movie is. Eh. We do get, we don't get any real hints of tension between them. Um, which we know happens in White Men Can't Jump, the original. Um, but let me just say the original. We know what happens in the original. So our, our issue is how do you make that happen in some of these situations, especially a basketball tournament? You know, the whole thing between Woody Harrelson is like he fucks up his money. He gets hustled out of his money by his so-called friend who was Wesley Snipes. And there is a tournament, if I do recall. There is a tournament and white men can't jump. And it's it's just, it's a bunch of stuff that happens. And I'm just kind of like, is all of that going to transition into this movie? Like, Rosie Perez was stupid smart, stupid ability, was going to be on Jeopardy, like, her, per- oh my, I like, it, it's going to be impossible to replace Rosie Perez's personality in this movie. That's fucking impossible. Um, When we think of things like the way Wesley Snipes was and the way Woody Harrelson was, the, the vibe's not the same. You could literally, from the trailer, in your memory of the original, you're like, the fucking original five was different. It was basketball. It was lively. You know, and then outside. Like, it was energy there. Like, you felt that. I just, through the trailer, it wasn't felt. Maybe in the movie, maybe when it comes out on Hulu, it'll be felt, but the energy just fucking wasn't there, bro. And it, it just wasn't. The jokes were kind of, the jokes were cute. You know, you could tell they they did a lot of same shit from before, but just changed it. Um, If we remember in the original, they played ball. Dude got really mad about losing his money. And he was like, when I come back, I'm going to come back with my gun. And you're like, and everybody took off fucking running. It was like, wait, is he really going to get his gun? Is he really? Is he? Is he? Like you have that moment in the trailer, except it's a fucking flamethrower. Which is kind of weird, but uh, it's also the hood. I'm going to be honest. We have weird shit out here. Like, whatever weapon we can get, we can fucking take. So, that'll be interesting to see how that changes over. To see how that works. But beyond that, man, I'm really not excited for White Man Can't Jump. It's just... It just looks like a tamer version of the original. I'm not excited. Granted, it's made really kind of for another generation. So, we'll see what it does. But those are our trailers that came out, man. Boogeyman's worth checking out. Equalizer 3. Ballad 
of snakes and songbirds. And just to go back to Ballad of Snake and Songbirds, they really kept that Hunger Games energy there. Now, sometimes things will, you know, people do prequels and it's like they try to put the energy there that doesn't match as well. Because I feel like with Harry Potter, the energy didn't match as strong as Harry Potter's energy with the magic. It didn't. That's my opinion. Not as strong. It was there, just not as strong. The Hunger Games prequel trailer, I still, to me, it didn't feel like it changed too much. It felt like it changed the fit the fact that this was the earlier part of this whole thing and it hasn't got to the point of being like you know what the fuck are we doing what the fuck like it hasn't it hasn't reached this what the fuckness because when we start off the original and when it's in like the with the 72nd or the 70th hunger games or whatever with jennifer lawrence you already feel the fucking ugh of life in this bitch. Like everybody who's not in the fucking capitalist bullshit is just like, you're living life and you're cool with it. But life is still like, it's bullshit. <laughs> like, I don't know what to say. It's bullshit. They happy as fuck to be hunting for their own food and, and fucking eating moldy bread. Like they were cool with it because people get complacent in their bullshit. But this but they knew they were in bullshit. I don't know if this, the the ballad doesn't feel like they've gotten to that we know we're in bullshit. Like, I think currently they still feel like this shit's a privilege. This is fun. This is great. We get to represent our thing. Like, I think they're in that as opposed to everybody else later on when it gets into the 70s. They're like, fuck this shit. I gotta go out here and fucking try to buy. Like, blah, like that, man. You know what I'm saying? So, I definitely want to recommend that trailer. Even if you didn't fucking do Hunger Games. Just straight up and down. You didn't do the Hunger Games. Cool. Check out the trailer, though. Because the best trailer to me that came out was the fucking Hunger Games trailer. And, like, I'm not going to hold you. I'm not a fan that there's a third equalizer. But that fucking trailer was better than White Men Can't Jump. And I honestly feel like it gave me more than Boogeyman did. So, my two recommended trailers, if you're going to check out any trailers, Ballad of Songs, Birds, and fucking Equalizer 3. Those those were fucking the best ones to come out. Visually, story-wise, it gave me what I needed. 60 second review, extended review. Those are the trailers, man. While I'm at it, I'm going to also 